Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about staying hope-filled during tough seasons. And let's be real, it's, it's difficult to stay hope-filled when you're in the middle of a moment that doesn't feel like a season, it feels like a sentence, like you've been sentenced, your marriage has been sentenced to this tough time. And what I want to do is get some hope in your spirit. There's just something about getting hope deep down in your heart that gets you to really push through and to not get so bogged down in the details of what's wrong, but actually look forward to what is going to work in getting through this time. Now, let's just be real. Every marriage goes through this. We all have these tough seasons. I want to normalize the challenges that we all go through. And now people ask me all the time, especially newlyweds, is it true the first two years of marriage are the toughest? I I don't think it is. Now, marriage just becomes tough naturally. But on top of that, you do add some opportunities for that those tough things to come your way. For example, in the first two years of our marriage, we well, we got married, we took a position, we bought a house, we had a baby, we bought a car, which was a terrible car decision, by the way, that Ford Contour, what a horrible decision. But nevertheless, in those first two years, they didn't have to be as challenging as they were, but by nature of some of our decisions, we invited some of those challenges. And you know that's a lot of years ago. But we have to see that every marriage goes through their own challenges. But I want to help you to stay hope-filled during tough seasons. So if you're a note-taker, it's a great day to take notes. This is a great conversation to have with your spouse. But let's start off. Number one, recognize that this isn't permanent. It may feel that way, but most of the time, this isn't a permanent thing. Why? Because it's a season. Here in Michigan, we've got no, we've got four definite seasons. we got spring, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter, and they're very definite. You can see the characteristics of every season, but you have to remind yourself that you are in a brand new season that might be challenging, but every season has an end date and a start of a new season. And so I want you to recognize that, you know, maybe you moved into a new house, into a new city, and it's challenging. Recognize this is going to be for a season until you get some familiarity. You start knowing people. You start meeting people. start getting a church home. All of that stuff getting getting in place. Once that gets in place, it won't be so tough. But in the meantime, it's just there. It's recognizing that every season has a beginning and an end. And you can be hope-filled that this is not a permanent situation. That leads me to number two validate each other's struggles. Now, some of you might have the same struggles as your spouse, or they might be drastically different. The key here is talk it out. Talk with each other. And then validate the, your, your spouse's struggles. Don't try to top each other. I used to listen to my, my grandma Grandpa Berenger. They used to t- try to top each other. Well, I've been going through this pain. Well, Dave, tell your grandmother that she's not as bad as me because I've got these pains. And I would listen to them argue on the phone with each other over who's more miserable. And I can sit and poke fun at my grandparents, but I've seen this in marriage counseling where people are trying to, they're so busy wanting to get their struggles validated that their only way to do it is to top their spouse and to have it worse than their spouse. How about not playing that game and getting to the place where if your spouse is feeling burnt out, validate that. Validate it. Recognizing what they are dealing with is very valid. They're feeling a certain way. Don't jump in and say, well, you know what? If I had your job, I think I can get that done without getting burnt out. Now you've now devalued them and you've actually hurt them and and just made them feel small. Listen to them. 
Now, what they're going through, you may not have gone through. And guess what? What they're dealing with, you may have never have dealt with and may never deal with. So show sympathy, show empathy, be a good listener, and don't stand over them in their struggles, but get down with them. There's a great story in scripture about a woman that was caught in adultery, and according to the Mosaic law, she should have been stoned. And so while people stood over her with stones, Jesus got down in the dirt where she was sitting and just began to draw in the dirt. And I believe it was this beautiful moment that was making a stance. What Jesus was saying is, I'm not going to stand over you in judgment, but I'm going to sit down here with you in the dirt. Sit down with you in this place. And I think that's a great lesson for us in our marriages. Instead of standing over our spouse, telling them, here's how you, what you need to do to get out of it, is simply be with him or her. Listen, talk, respond, do, use active listening. It's a great chance to not just validate, but it helps give your spouse hope. Number three, reconfirm your values and your priorities. Reconfirm your values and your priorities. This is a great way to help get yourself through a tough time is to look at each other in the eye and reconfirm what you value in the relationship, what you value in your marriage, and what are the priorities. Now, you may say, well, Dave, we don't have any marriage values or priorities. Guess what? There's another assignment for you. So sit down and just talk with each other. What are our values? What are the priorities of our marriage? And you work on that. You talk through that together so that when you go through tough seasons, you can lay those things out and those things can actually help you move forward. Here's a great example. When I talk with couples about finances, I will actually ask them to make three short-term goals that can be accomplished in six months to a year and three long-term goals, things that can be accomplished financially in one to five years. From there, you make your budget. And that way, when you're making your budget, the budgets are made according to your values. Why do I bring that up? Because when you're going through a tough season financially, where maybe your money wants to go to this place or to that place, this is where you stop and you say, what are our priorities? What are our goals? What are the things that we set in front of us? And now we know where the finances need to go. Because we've got all of these things that want our attention and want our resource, but no, we're going to talk and reconfirm our values and our, and our priorities, or sometimes have to reshape them in these moments. And that actually gets you hope-filled. It gets you optimistic to work through your challenges. And lastly, and this is great, set small goals that, that move you forward. Set small goals that move you forward. Man, it's not enough to simply talk about the goals that are there, but listen, just set some small goals that get you to move forward. Let me give you a really, really good example that's very deep and meaningful for me. I remember a few years back, I was just going through some depression. I was just a very, very dark time. And I remember my wife just kind of leaned over in bed. She's like, okay, it's the morning. And I just said, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get out of bed. And she leaned over and she said, how about this? Let's just, let's do a couple things. Let's get out of bed. And then when we get out of bed, let's get you over to the shower. And after that, let's just get some breakfast in you. And then we'll talk and we'll have a conversation. But how about we just work on that? Then it may not seem like a lot to you, but for me in the middle of a moment where my depression is clouding judgment and my emotions and my hope and everything seems to be squandered, it seemed like those, those little things for most people didn't seem like a big deal. For me, that seemed like a ginormous things to ask of. They're small steps, but I remember all of a sudden I'm sitting in the kitchen getting a little bit of food in me and the sunshine is hitting my face through the window and all of a sudden I've realized I've actually done and accomplished a few small things 
And all of a sudden, hope begins to build up. Maybe I can do another small step. Maybe another small step after that. And all of a sudden, you get momentum that's building in your life. And I hope you can see from tough seasons, they don't have to consume you. They can actually be the things that build you. And so how do we stay optimistic during tough seasons? Number one, understand that it's not permanent. It's just a season. Number two, validate each other's struggles. Don't judge. Don't stand over them. Sit with your spouse. Talk with them and validate what they're feeling. You don't have to understand it to validate it, but validate it. Number three, reconfirm your values and your priorities. What are we about? What are we after? What are we growing into? What are our goals? And then lastly, set small goals that propel you forward. You do this, I promise, you're going to find hope in the middle of these tough seasons. And not are you going to find hope, you're going to build off that hope and you're going to see your marriage come through stronger and more vitalized than you've ever seen before. That's all I've got. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday and we'll see you next week.